Koppel, host of the Time for Coffee podcast, where you get firsthand career advice into the jobs and industries that interest you the most. And before we start today's show, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you haven't already, I'd be incredibly grateful if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you're like me, you need to do it now because you'll forget later and because it's the best way to help others who may be in search of career advice to find this free resource. So press pause if you haven't done it and do it right now. I'll wait. Thanks so much and enjoy today's show. Hey there, Java Junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, AJ Eckstein. AJ, one of the biggest challenges that I'm guessing you have faced in your young life was graduating at the height of the pandemic in May 2020. I am also guessing that no doubt your last semester at USC pretty much sucked. Did you know what you were going to do with your business degree when you graduated? And how did COVID affect any of that? Yeah, it's a it's it's a bittersweet moment for sure because I was so excited. I actually signed my offer. So after Disney, I signed my offer for my full time job at Accenture. The start of my senior year. So I knew pretty about a year before I was supposed to start that I was going to work in strategy and consulting. And I was so excited. And I was living it up my senior year, and I was super involved. And I was just trying to spend time with my friends before we all left and went off to New York, LA, Austin, London, maybe. And then we, I remember literally vividly, like it was yesterday that it was a week before spring break and there were some cases of the coronavirus around the world. And USC was one of the first schools to really start this and say, hey, let's just test going online. Let's see what that would look like. And we said, oh, that's so weird, but okay, we'll do it. And we did a couple of days of remote classes online. We went on spring break and then the world shut down. It was on complete lockdown. We never came back to campus from that point of spring break. Never got to say bye to our friends. Our end of senior year completely went from in-person to remote. And I said, you know what? It's all good. At least we'll have graduation. Nope, I was wrong. There was no graduation. It was virtual, which was by far not very fun. Not a good culmination of an amazing couple of years at school. And then I was supposed to backpack Southeast Asia for three months prior to starting my job in consulting. Obviously, couldn't do that because the borders were on lockdown. And I said, you know what? It's all good. I'm moving to San Francisco for my job. Couldn't move anymore. There was no point to. I also had a six-month job delay. Accenture was one of the companies where, and honestly, I, I think this was a great decision. Instead of laying off workers who never started because the demand plummeted from, from clients, they just pushed everyone's start date back. So... I had a six-month job delay, didn't end up moving in San Francisco, canceled travel plans, no in-person graduation, shortened senior year, all remote. So it was really challenging. 
And in the moment, I'm not going to lie to you and say I wasn't upset. I wasn't somewhat depressed. I was like, why is this happening? I had my whole career, my life planned out. I had to move back home to save some money. I wasn't working. I couldn't travel, couldn't see friends. But then I took a step back and I said, how could I be complaining right now? I have job security, even though it got pushed back a little bit. I have job security. And then also, there's so many other people struggling. Thankfully, I never had a case of COVID, but I know a lot of friends, family members, they were hospitalized. And maybe they weren't so so fortunate. People who were laying off, who got laid off, who had families, who couldn't just afford to move back home. So I really took that time to assess what was important to me. And I had six months before I started work. So I said, this is a great time to go out and help others and also try to make ends meet. So that's when I started and launched the career coaching company. I reached out to some friends I saw on LinkedIn who needed some career coaching. Started doing that for a couple hours a week. And then the word spread like a wildfire. And then I was so busy. I had I mean, 20, 30 clients under my belt. And as a fellow career coach, you know that the more you have, it just can get overwhelming. So I saw that there was a really big need for this during the pandemic. So I took a step back. I really focused on the scalability side of it, brought on coaches onto our team. And a lot of our coaches were recent grads who signed amazing offers at amazing companies but had that job delay as well. Very common across multiple companies, especially any company in the services industry, whether it was investment banking, banking finance, consulting, accounting, whatever it may be. So we scaled it up. We had about 15 coaches. We worked with, I think, over 150 clients in about a year. And it was extremely rewarding. But I think at the end of that process, I did not want to continue career coaching. And I really wanted to provide even more value and scale it even greater for just a greater impact for our audience, a lot of them being job seekers. So throughout that process, I started a podcast called The Final Round. I'm kind of going on a tangent here, but I could definitely talk more about the final round. No, I totally want you to talk about it. And it is the most awesome name. Everything about it, the way you've produced it with the sound of the bell, like you're in the ring. It's incredible. I just, I love it. I wish you'd been around when I started Time for Coffee because not good for SEO. And that's search engine optimization for those of you who may not know. So you launched the final round, I guess, in January of 2021. And it's the go-to career platform to knock out the competition and advance past the final round interview. Where did that idea come from, AJ? And I also want to ask you, because you have interviewed now a couple dozen recruiters and hiring managers from top companies in a range of industries, what some of your biggest takeaways have been from those interviews? So I would say for the final rounds, before you focus on the name, you have to focus on the purpose or the mission of the company, the organization, whatever you're trying to do. And the way that I was able to really understand pain points was looking back, asking our coaches and also asking the people that I've mentored and coached over the years with Career Coaching Company, what were the biggest pain points? And a lot of people were able to get an interview. They got to the final round interview, but they got rejected. So we saw that the biggest chopping block was from the final round to the offer stage. So we knew that that was a huge pain point. Then we asked, why is this the case? And it's really difficult to, and I'm sure everyone here listening has tried to reach out to recruiters. You either get ghosted, you get no response. They say they're too busy. They say this is the wrong recruiter because I'm a tech recruiter. You're recruiting for a business role. It's really challenging. And I would say recruiting is very taboo and that you don't really know what happens behind the curtain. So that was kind of our use case 
of what we could do with this show. The name The Final Round came about because, again, we're trying to solve that pain point of helping you advance past the final round interview. And then we broke out our seasons into who is the hardest person in a company to reach out to, yet has the most impact. So our seasons are almost like rounds. So season one or round one is with recruiters. That's who we're interviewing right now. And we only interview recruiters. And they are essentially the gatekeepers to getting that second interview with the hiring manager. So again, round one with recruiters. Round two, we'll be doing in the next few months with hiring managers and really talking about the interview process and how you went from recruiter to hiring manager. And then season three or round three or the final round will be about the knockout or success stories of how you were able to successfully get past the recruiter and the hiring manager to become a knockout story. So that's a little bit about the mission behind the final round. And we started our MVP or our minimal viable product, which is our podcast. Now we've grown into, if you just look up, thefinalround.com. It's an overall career platform. So we have a couple of different initiatives. We have a podcast, we have a website blog, we have long form and short form video. And then our new flagship newsletter, which is actually launching in the next two weeks, is Knockout Newsletter. And a way to just share content in a different medium. We also have a job board. We have a ton of different things. So we want to make it, again, all free for the job seeker. And it's been a really empowering journey and our team cannot be just more awesome and more, more passionate. And we, I think we all share the mission to, to help others in the career job search. So that's a little bit about the final round. I would say after spending probably 30 or 40 plus hours with recruiters from companies like McKinsey, Google, LinkedIn, Facebook, Airbnb, Netflix, Spotify, Goldman Sachs, and we tried to cover essentially every company in every industry. I would say there are a couple of things that definitely come out as, as the biggest themes. The first one being that my favorite quote to this day is actually from episode one. And I'm sure for you, you remember, I mean, I think almost at a thousand episodes in for T for C, you remember your first episode like it was yesterday because that person took a chance on you and there was nothing to go off of. They, they couldn't say, hey, could I listen to your show? Hey, what do you have in the catalog? You had nothing. And that for me was, it was a huge moment. So we actually had a recruiter his name is Bruce Mullen. Now he's a former recruiter at the Boston Consulting Group. And the biggest quote that I live by in my career, my professional journey today is network when you don't need anything. And I think a lot of people, especially in classes in school online, you're taught to network when you need a job, when you need a referral, when you need something from somebody else. But the best relationships are built in an organic fashion when you don't need anything. When you reach out and say, hey, Hey, uh, Chief Java Junkie, love the podcast. I'm not asking for anything. All I'm saying is I love this past episode with AJ. I learned a ton. This is my favorite quote. Again, looking forward to staying connected. And it's just very organic when you do those things. I think the biggest thing you can do is also compliment others. People love compliments. And don't ask for anything. And then if you engage with someone's content on LinkedIn and you follow each other after a couple of weeks, a couple of months, then you can make your ask if you haven't asked. But a lot of times... People just reach out and say, hey, I need something. I need your time. I need a referral. I need a job. I need advice. You become very desperate, very needy. So that's probably one of the biggest takeaways for me. The second thing is recruiters are known or are thought to be not on your side for candidates. And I think if you take a step back, recruiters and candidates have aligned incentives because a recruiter's job is to staff a role from the hiring manager with the most qualified candidate. So if you come in and you're a qualified candidate, be honest with your recruiter. Do your research, do your additional networking. They will help you. They also probably built the job 
description. They probably have built the interview questions. They work hand in hand with the hiring manager. So maybe they're not in the actual interviews with the hiring managers, but they can be your biggest advocates. So this is a piece of advice from our Airbnb recruiter, Marisa Jones. She said, lean more on your recruiters because a lot of people just use recruiters to schedule the interviews or to be a point of contact, but have them be almost a mentor or a coach. And obviously be respectful. Don't just say, hey, can you review my resume? Hey, can you spend three hours on the weekend? Be respectful. But if they know that you're the best candidate and you know for yourself that you're the best candidate, they're going to do everything in their power to help you. And guess what? You get rejected because it wasn't a good fit and you're more a marketer than a tech person. They're going to try to staff you in another role. So keep those relationships strong. I would say those two are some of the biggest takeaways that I've learned from the final round. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at time, the number four, coffee.org or text me at 202-236-5712. That's 202-236-5712. Thank you.